Well alive, just rapping, my actions long lasting, no laughing, my talent, God body. I'm envious, crazy, it started as a hobby. Little ones like to party like it's Lottie Dottie. And ain't no telling how it might go. Grab a blunt, go light those. Get high off life, roll it up, roll it up, only smoke it if it's Natural, only smoke it if it's Roll it up, roll it up, only smoke it if it's All day, don't play, smoking on that Roll it up, roll it up, only smoke it if it's Hey y'all, it's Trent Knox with the Trent Knox Show, Season 2, Episode 16, Solo Episode. Uh, I'm not going to be in here that, uh, I'm not going to be here that long or too long. Uh, I have an a interview guest podcast with Waterloo Music Festival on the Austin Live and Local channel. The Austin Live and Local Podcast, live from the ATX Waterloo Festival with Briggs Mitchell, one of the co-founders of the Waterloo Fest, and um, also a portion of the promotions company Giant Noise, if you guys don't know about that. They're a pretty big promotions company out here in the Texas area, putting on a lot of these big festivals, such as ACL, uh, South by Southwest the um offshoot things like jambalaya or um jump on it or those type of festivals out here um 
yeah, today is going to be a little bit different. I mean, I have some things to talk about as far as my website. My website's uh, in the development process. We are putting together the TrentKnox.com uh, website. It's going to have like an about me portion, the podcast, the blogs, the vlogs. Uh, it's going to have some of the similar formatting as the AustinLiveAndLocal.com website. Uh, but it's going to be about, <clears throat> it's going to be focused around me, uh, focused on me as a, a content, a content producer, content creator, uh, however you want to phrase it or however you want to put it. Uh, it's going to have some of the services that I offer as far as videography, uh, photography, audio, audio engineering, um, the like, like that. And, uh, I can't wait to like really be on top of all this as we're, we're getting closer and closer to the development of the Trent Knox show. And as you can see, I'm, a, I'm live on Twitch, uh, YouTube, and Periscope at this time. Uh, and, you know, we got a couple different things going on. I need to adjust the settings a few, a bit. Um, the particular, like, the, the software that I use, I'm not yet comfortable with it. I saw some warnings while I was using Restream to rebroadcast these uh episodes around um also uh i need to just be able to uh get together with more like-minded individuals to to see what's going on you know i don't really uh i don't necessarily know how to get all these things together in one way but we'll definitely do our best to to do austin live and local to the to the highest that it can can be produced and additionally, do our best to get the Trent, or my best to get the Trent Knox show uh, to another level as well. Uh, so let's just out the gate. Let let me uh, plug the Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm is my distribution service that I use for um, for podcasting. It uh, is it enables me to distribute this Trent Knox show on all the major digital streaming platforms. And uh, it, they just actually implemented a monetization feature called listener support. And uh, for as little as a dollar a month, you can help me produce shows like the Trent Knox show live from the ATX, uh, the creators podcast that's going to be coming out here soon, and the hip hop podcast that's coming out of the branch of creators as well. And um, I just want to go back and uh, yesterday I forgot to on the Brian Kern episode uh, plug that. So I just want to come back and do that again. Uh, additionally, there is the opportunity to support me through, uh, TTS and, and, um, right now through the live feed on Twitch. And I'll try to implement something sort of like that through YouTube and Periscope as well, as we get further down this process. But uh, right now we're, we're at baby steps. We're getting there. Uh, I'm going to try and do as much as I can to upload these videos to YouTube and then post them again on the, the website. So you can go there and kind of look and see what is available to, to, to watch at the time. Um, so let's get into some of the su subjects that I've been talking about on, uh, the Austin live and local channel, as well as this Trent Knox show. And that has to do with the, like the political atmosphere that is going on in the area as well as the United States at, at, at large and then foreign policy and whatnot 
on the on the previous live from the uh sorry on the previous live from the ATX I did speak with uh with T- Travis Duncan we are the mayor the new mayoral ca- candidate for the Austin mayor uh seat um and I had a great interview with him speaking about subjects to, about Austin but like a lot of uh the people said that commented on those posts they said that he really didn't provide a lot of legislation uh, concepts to which it could really change anything that's happening in the in the system. And you know what? Uh, even though that's the case, he had a lot of good ideas toward um, a future where we all are kind of inputting and and outputting as much as we can in in uh as a society rather than relying on uh representatives who don't necessarily always uh work for everyone's best interest and as a community we kind of like uh we self-govern ourselves through applications or or some sort of um digital uh platform and uh, since I talked about that last time on a Twitch episode that I did, um, I talked to an individual through the chat and that person kind of was frustrated with what I had to say. And I want to apologize to him uh, if he comes back and watches the VOD on this one that I'm sorry if I we got a miscommunication or that there was a some sort of issue in the way that we were communicating. But what I was trying to say is that it, it it's neither here nor there as to what we are but the the community at large whether that's that's human humanity um um and obviously we got to worry about uh you know animals and whatnot and our our ecosystem altogether. uh my point was is that the the platforms that we use whether that's twitter like periscope that i'm using right now or uh you know youtube which is google or facebook which is you know its own entity uh, they should be serving the greater the greater good and and I think that the uh, people that are um, creating the content that lives on these platforms are the people that'll speak best to what should and shouldn't be on the platform and when TOS, TOS does not uh, starts to f- to work towards a small minority of individuals and not uh, not be focused on providing the best services for um for everyone and starting to limit uh certain things where limit free speech is what we're talking about <clears throat> uh we 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 begin to have problems and in that we should always be offering new sorts of services so like maybe the TOS system for Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, uh, well, Instagram, Facebook are pretty much the same thing. Um, YouTube or, uh, blogger, or, uh, it's hard to, it's hard to think of something that's not already within the big three, uh, Amazon and being Twitch, uh, these sort of platforms should, uh, once there is a issue in the TOS, there should be an active, discussion about the the move or what direction is potentially a good direction to go in when the when the big brother state of uh well actually the nanny state of because they're really getting into into personal issues that don't necessarily need to be dealt with 
uh, at a TOS level, but m- maybe as a as need basis for individuals, uh, because it starts limiting the the um, the actual real news, so that they can change the narrative of of the news. So if if that particular entity doesn't doesn't think that um, right winged conservative uh, individuals should have a voice, which they should in a, in in a in a democratic society, we we need to work on tools that have both checks and balances for everyone's um, everyone's opinion, but not limit their free speech. And I, I think that's a big concern that we've been seeing with what's been going on with Facebook, uh, especially, well, more recently with Twitch and what's been going on with Twitch is that um, there's been a body shaming um, issue with uh, females and having to both work on both sides. So if you're too, um, too revealing that's body that's that's harassment toward women who are un, not really revealing and uh the opposite so if you're you're less revealing uh that's a body shame as well because now the the people who are more revealing are saying that they're they can they're um they're questioning the gender and you know um creating a whole different problem than there is there need to be because everyone should be um it, it, it is true that everyone should be um be able to self-identify and and work to what they are i mean i'm i'm particularly a cis male i mean i identify with being a male since birth and um so it it it's 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 more difficult for me to adopt these new cultural um cultural belief systems uh or being politically correct is a little bit more difficult when when you don't necessarily know what the climate of right and or not right and wrong but uh nice and not nice are um and that you see you know your elders or the people that you you look up to your mentors uh, behaving in a way that necessarily doesn't uh, mean um, nice or not nice. It just it it's it, it could be misconstrued misconstrued or is construed in a way that uh, is neither is not nice or mean in some sort of way or uh, harmful. And uh, I think that the more that we we talk about these subjects, the more that we all will learn about how to be nicer to each other. Uh, I definitely did didn't look into much about the the difference between uh, gender equality and uh, binary versus non-binary genders. But as I look into it more, I kind of understand how people can be um, feeling negatively about the way that they're judged or. Um, the way that they're kind of categorized or archetyped in a way that doesn't necessarily um, doesn't necessarily tell the world who they are because maybe like my, myself and Brian Kern were talking about yesterday on this show that uh, 
everyone everyone should be able to self-identify but it becomes difficult when there's you know 79 gender pronouns and he they the that this that the other and um no one knows what you are and then but it it makes it even more difficult when uh parents are trying to be as politically correct as they can be and provide their their child with the with the best chance of success in life and and happiness uh by getting the by putting uh, uh, placing judgments on their uh placing judgments and also you know uh doing interestingly different new concepts of parental guidance i guess uh in that um taking their children to a therapist or counselor of some sort and trying to work out what what their lives or the direction of their lives gender wise sexually whatever it may be and uh brian and i had talked about this and it does become a problem because if 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 let's say uh sally is is going to it has a family that's supported enough support has it's financially number one financially well off enough to afford uh health care that it provides uh counseling and, and it's not and, and if not with how uh with insurance or health care but out-of-pocket costs to pay for something like that and then uh tom you know sally does she's just a little bit confused she doesn't she doesn't she doesn't know why their parent her parents are asking or she doesn't this or that you know but tom you know he has known since he was very young that he was um he what the heck uh but tom uh or josh or whatever uh he they have known um that uh from a young age they um they related or or they believe themselves to be the opposite gender or a gender that that we don't necessarily know um i mean that we're not talking about uh brief one second i need to take a drink that we don't know know about the the gender that we're not we haven't discovered um he's that and uh and his parents have been telling him his whole entire life that he's he's something else uh other than the thing that he believes he is uh that can lead to a pro lead to a problem uh long term maybe down the road uh we haven't seen this there's no scientific evidence of this yet being the case and obviously not enough uh information to actually see any good sample groups or cultures from that but it'll it's only time will tell till that that's the case and uh i I think that's right around the corner are are i guess as we decide what is right and wrong we can just uh we can only go off of our well what we know and our history of what we've experienced. And I think experiences are going to become more and more often given that the, that our society is kind of intermixed. Our societies, different types of societies are intermixing, utilizing this, uh, this thing we call the internet and the web. And another thing that we talked about, uh, on the last previous episode was 
the the conflict between what is supposed to be on the dark web and what's supposed to be on the light web um light dark kind of star wars-esque type talk here but we're talking about good versus bad because the dark web is this supposedly this place that bad things exist whereas uh on the um on the on the good or the light web it's supposed to be these holistic good things that um you know the the facebook's well that's how much of that is good and how much of that is bad is the question or the twitters or the instagrams the twitches the whatever the consumption the consumer portions of of the what we know as the web not the dark web uh we were talking about the dark web and that being there being you know the silk uh silk silk road which is has since been shut down um but the tor network in general which was a, a system of communication designed by the u.s navy to communicate over privatized networks and uh and which which eventually developed the you know the use of blockchain technology to to um <clears throat> oh my gosh why can't i get my words out here uh to to create markets and commerce and an economy on a um untrackable um system that doesn't work off of ips and uh geolocation and things that have now become um util- utilized tools for the big brother use world that we live in you know what i mean i almost said usada uh the big brother world that we live in in the in the nanny state of the you know the the having all of the voice enabled devices in our house uh the the webcam on every single the every single computer that we get uh some sort of access into our private lives you know the whole idea of getting away to the library uh in your house which you have to be pretty well well off to to have your own like study or library in your house however being able to retreat to that area and not being you know uh, in the public eye or uh, being recorded or whatever, you know, it, it becomes more and more difficult to sector yourself off from this digitized world that we live in, aside from going off the grid and, you know, going to do like a backpacking trip or something along the lines like that. Uh, I I think that as we decide what's right and wrong in this future digital age, whether that's you know, uh, creating artificial intelligence that's also a part of this part of the cyber robotics that's able to, uh, you know, birth what what is birth humans and you know, uh, grow is is that ethically is that something that'll ethically become um, something that we we deem right? You know what I mean? Um, you know, recent mo like in recent times that has been something that we've faux pod or disagreed with in that um that natural trial <clears throat> natural children birth in some uh in at some context of of the word um because now we do have physicians and whatnot um 
you know, helping in, in the child, in birthing children. And additionally, we have, um, we have, you know, we have the opposite of that, which is this water birthing or, you know, uh, you know, natural birth birthing. Um, you know, I was born in a hospital and does that make me, does that make me any less of a human being than somebody who was born holistically, you know, with the earth, you know, outside of that, that digitized, which I was born like on the, on the cusp of that digitized use system within the hospital system. Uh, but what's the difference to some degree, I guess it's just, uh, tools that are being used that aren't being used in a, you know, home birthing situation or natural birthing situation. Um, and will we, will we see the same sort of concepts follow us into this new digital age or robotic age or cybernautic age that we're, we're moving into now where, you know, we got drones flying around all over the place and being monitored 24 seven on in the public, uh, through CCTV cameras and, um, being tracked, you know, with the implementation of RFID chips into, uh, every single device that you own. And additionally, all of the, um, all of your like state identification cards or anything that, um, maintains some sort of barcode, uh, they're starting to implement RFID chips into those things and including into your computers and any type of electronic device. It's an easy way to be, to track authenticity and accuracy as far as things go. So as we move forward into this new, like, I, I don't, I don't want to say dystopian because there's, there's not enough data to really say that it is or it isn't going to be a dystopian future. But as we move into this new future, we have to be, you know, questioning these type of things. You know what I mean? So what about the fact that we're putting a lot of information onto this, you know, uh, cloud data server that's, um, that's going to, well, number one, there's two, there's be benefits, pros and cons. And some of the pros, the pros seem to be outweighing the cons because once you, you're uploading it to the, to this, you know, server and not offline, um, you're giving it the opportunity. Well, the, here's the problem. There's two problems here. And additionally, it's a good thing when you're uploading it to the, to the thing you it's more likely that you won't lose that that piece of content than if you kept it on like a, a off-site hard drive because these servers are being backed up constantly you know what i mean so like if you're uploading it to google drive or uh, icloud or dropbox or whatever your cloud-based data platform is uh even if you're uploading to like you know video you're you're streaming it live um, or on YouTube, you're uploading videos or wherever you're doing it, you're, you're maintaining a record of that problem is, is though when you do it live and you don't record like a side version of it, they downscale the, uh, the, the quality of the, of the, of the product. And additionally, you're also providing them, providing the person that you're, you're giving the content to the opportunity to decide whether or whether or not it's not uh, a quality piece of work and I guess this is something we also did talk about in the Brian Kern episode last episode 
was this uh, with Alex Jones being kicked off of, uh, well, not kicked off of YouTube altogether, but his channel being shut down on YouTube, the InfoWars and the Alex Jones channel. Uh, that That is a, well, number one, it's a, like, they're making an example of him saying that, like, these, this type of person who's gone through this and done this uh, doesn't necessarily need to be... Um, to be harm harmful but who's to determine that that's harmful and what's right or what's wrong and censorship and whatnot uh that's that's probably the good side of it the bad side of it is what if they're doing it for for, for nefarious reasons and not for you know to change the political uh dogma that we're we're, we're living by or change the narrative of what what people deem right and wrong uh, by just getting rid of anything that's questioning the um, the the reality we live in uh, or not the reality that we live in but the reality that they're creating for us and um, who's to know what that is that's the question we're all asking what cre- what reality are you creating for us if you're constantly up updating the betas and and, and turning things into alphas what is the direction because it's not not a lot of these things are contradictory to the uh the mission statement of the company so when these things when these things are contradictory to the mission statement of the company or or the um the uh the 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 ledge the ledge ledger or whatever that they are putting out there you have to question these things because maybe they didn't realize they allowed certain people to gain access control to the system and then change things. And I guess that's probably why they're questioning this Alex Jones situation is because they uh, he gained too much access and influence, maybe. And in in that being the case, it uh, it changed the narrative of what YouTube's about or whatever be the case and maybe that that's why they made the limitation but who knows uh additionally we talked about the the uh kim kardashian instagram uploads that happened a couple days ago by god she's sexy uh and you know what forgive her you know god forgive that she did a sex tape you know what i mean but she's been adding a lot to that body and i mean banging body for sure uh but the tots were hanging out in the back uh, in the front, sorry about that, and and the buns were hanging out in the back, you know what I mean. So it it was it was questioning. I was questioning it because, um, is it appropriate for the type of lewd content like that to be being posted on an Instagram? Mind you, that's not the worst thing I've seen on Instagram, but it's still like it's still like you can see her nipples and through the shirt. There's no no doubt about that. She's hanging out with the bobs and. And I question like what what's what's appropriate, right? Is that is that appropriate or is that something that we need to be limiting or or whatnot? I'm sure they got I'm sure it got kind of flagged by this point in time, you know. Uh but you know what I mean? Free the nipple, hashtag free the nipple, you know what I mean? Uh but that's because I'm a cis male and if it if it was a cis female, she might be a super conservative lady that doesn't want to see that type of thing and wants to limit and be a, you know, be a dictator as to what should and shouldn't be on, uh, what on Instagram or what we 
put on big street mainstream platforms like that, especially since it's Kim Dar- Kim Kardashian, who's you know a spokes spokesperson for entertainment and the channel E. Um, does she speak for the the viewers and the people who watch that t- that content? And is she a good role model for those people, or is she is she not? You know what I mean. Uh, but I can tell you this much, whatever she is doing, she's doing it right. <laughs> uh, moving on to, uh, some of the crowdfunding portion of this. And, uh, I just want to do a quick, quick plug here again. Remember I host this podcast on anchor.fm and they distribute it to all the major DSPs, digital stream, streaming platforms. And, uh, I really, uh, I couldn't say speak more highly of this platform. They've always been updating things recently they uh implemented a feature called listener support which helps me monetize this podcast additionally other shows that i do and helps me fund things if uh if you're able to only if you're able to please go on there and uh you know for a dollar a month uh you can help support this podcast and there are different levels and tiers of options and support but you know go go over there and check it out if you're unable to, please, you know what, just just uh, following and liking my 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 channels. I'm at Trent Knox TV on pretty much everything, or at Trent Knox, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, I think, and um, uh, YouTube is in the works. I mean, I'm just building it up, but mind you, don't subscribe to the YouTube just yet. I'm going to be taking the, the YouTube uploads that I'm doing right now and then I'm going to be moving them over to the official Trent Knox uh, YouTube channel. Uh, as I've been building this um, building this platform up, I began to uh, create the website, the business, all the portions of what needs to happen to make this a successful show and a successful channel and... I just want to th- say thank you for the support that you've given me so far and that uh, I can't wait to see the, what we can do together as far as content creation because really what this show is about, The Trent Knox Show, is bringing content to cre- creators together, content uh, lovers, in, uh, enthusiasts, and whatnot, and we can really just put out great content, good good movies, good music, good art, good Uh, any type of entertainment all i'm looking to do is provide good entertainment value to the viewers and the content creators um so whether that's a shirt or a uh or some sort of whatever it is that i can produce in uh and put out there as merchandise or whether that's the content i create whatever it may be I just want to make it the best that it can be and, and with the most uh, most sample grouping, whatever it is, and make it amazing. But again, thank you. That was just a little plug real quick. And then I want to co- kind of get back into the first question that I asked on the podcast last last uh, yesterday with Bring, Brian Kern. Uh, it's how do I manage to... How do you manage your concentration? Is what I said, it, and I wanted to rephrase it. Oh, pardon me. I lost the lost the audio there for a second. Gonna have to cut that out in the in the post. Yeah, how do you how do you 
manage to stay concentrated is exactly what I'm kind of thinking about. Um, with something like this, where it's the podcast and you got to keep on, you got to keep up a conversation with yourself or with, with the people and you kind of, kind of go off the top or, you know, freestyle a little bit about what needs to be said or what needs to be talked about. I mean, generally you got a couple topics that you're talking about. Boom, 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 covering those though. Like how do you manage yourself concentration wise outside of the, the content creation and how do you manage to get things done or remember to get things done such as like, you know, washing the car or feeding the dog or cleaning the house or whatever it may be that needs to happen on a pretty much a like a consistent basis, you know, a scheduled system, you know, and I got to say that I'm not the best at this. I'm not the best at organization. So, um, so, so st- stuff like how do you how do you manage anything? It, it's based on, you know, I got to go through and write a list and um pick those topics or those those uh tasks that i need to get done you know mark them off and sometimes i just leave them on there because you know it it's going to come up real soon you know whether that's going to the doctor and getting a checkup or you know um talking to a friend what whatever it may be uh but you forget a lot i i forget a lot sorry i'm i was just talking to myself i forget a lot of of things such as um hopefully it's not brushing my teeth or you know um flushing the toilet or things that are like basic you know what i mean um but from time to time i'm one of those people that forgets to flush the toilet you know you hop in the shower and you don't want to like fuck up the hot water so you you leave the you leave your feet you you leave your bathroom your potty or whatever you want to call it i don't want to say you leave your shit in the toilet and you gotta, you for, you forget to flush and then you leave it in there for a day and then, and then you you find it and it's usually you who finds the present and you have to, you flush that stuff and make sure you take care of business. At least in a, in a household that you live on, on your own, you know, you leave, you, you leave a present for a family member, or your girlfriend or something like that in the toilet. And then they're extremely angry. You know what I mean? Um, but the, the, I guess the point of it is, is that, uh, there's, there's stuff that you got to get done and, and those basic things that you got to get done. Hopefully you're accomplishing those and you don't forget them, you know, especially if you have something to take care of, like your girlfriend or a baby or your dog or these things that actually rely on you. Um, and I'm lucky enough at this point in time being a single cis male, that there's not much other than I have my dog, you know, I'm not, I don't have any kids or anything like that. I'm single, um, that I don't have to really, I don't have anything that relies on me. You know what I mean? Uh, to some certain degree, my family and, and whatnot. And I, you know, from times, from time to time, it's like, ah, shucks. Why do you have to be so unable to take care of yourself? But again, man, there were years from from uh, when I was growing up and I haven't I'm not really grown up now. I'm 20 about to be turned 25 and I don't feel grown up uh, that much at all. Uh, I feel like I'm, you know, uh, just now coming to a point where I'm becoming responsible for myself and able to think about uh, 
the the things I've done wrong in life and what what led to those things being wrong and um, and having a direction, a sense of direction in in yourself and and what you need to accomplish. Uh, and I think that that has something to do with the perspective of the way people look at you. And if they tend to look at you like you're a fool or a flake or someone that doesn't follow through with uh, what you do, do when you say, then you, you know, and that may be true or may not be true. But <clears throat> if that's something that happens, then it can lead to negative, uh, negative experiences in your own life. Uh, and that happened with me a lot because I was living under my parents' roof uh, for quite a bit of time. And then I started, I, I live under my grandmother's roof at now and that they uh, they doubt, they, they, they have a lot of doubt. They have a lot of self-doubt for themselves because times are times when they were uh, growing up and they were experiencing things were different, you know. Some of you guys ha- are lucky enough to have family that has moved forward with technology. And I'm not saying that both my parents haven't moved along with technology, but even the grandparents or the great grandparents have moved along as well with technology and adopted those procedures and learned from learn how to use them. But tending some people's parents are in that <clears throat> are in that uh, demographic of people. And so you're constantly battling with explaining to them that life is a little easier if uh, there are tools to convey your message, you know what I mean? And uh, I was always kind of reluctant to put myself out there, you know, as far as this digital content is concerned and being online or, you know, and for a while it was due to this constant fear mongering that was happening from uh, my my family, but living offline was just as bad. You know, fa- fa- family meaning people who were offline. You know what I mean? Uh, the people who weren't really producing a lot of content and putting it out there, whether that was on the phone. You know, no, no. Back in the day with landline or whatever it was, um, you know, they weren't really doing a lot. You were doing a lot less. They were limiting. They're being conservative, maybe or maybe. Um, Oh man, what's the word for it? I forgot what the word I'm talking about is, but uh, minimalist and being minimalist and uh, reducing the amount of footprint that they were putting on. But at some point, when you're a young man and or you're a young woman, you need for people to understand who you are. In this day and age, people don't really communicate face to face that much, and if they do, it's it, it has to be extremely well planned. Uh, not to say that communication online shouldn't be well planned, uh, but and you should have some direction and, and, and an idea of what you want to say and what you don't want to say. But sometimes you need to be who you are and not have a scripted um, thing, a scripted amount of things to say. And you need to be able to roll off the top. But not everybody's able to roll off the top because they're just not that that's not their thing. Uh, instead, they're there's someone who needs to plan and write and think and think and think and think because it takes a long time for them to develop content. And maybe I'm gifted in the sense that I'm able to, you know, come up with things off the cuff and, and go at it and keep on talking and going and going and going. But that's through a lot of practice. I mean, I was going, I was, I was constantly being put on the 
the edge with the stuff I was doing in college. But that didn't really come to fruition until like now when I'm in front of the camera, I'm doing the acting, I'm doing the uh, the the speaking or whatever it is in front of a camera to provide content. Not everyone has had that kind of media training, you know what I mean? And I forced myself into that media training. I didn't ask for anyone to come and film me or do this or whatever. I was part of a diff- a couple different films and whatnot in college. Uh, but I don't really, I don't really promote or uh, advertise that I was in these things because it doesn't necessarily like, it doesn't tell what it doesn't tell everyone what I do. In that, that was someone else kind of directing, producing, or whatever they were doing, you know. And I don't mean that in a negative way, like whatever they were doing. That is not what I do. But in like their method, uh, didn't necessarily tell the story of who I am. And and in that. They, my acting is uh, as if I'm acting as something else or someone else is, is what changes the narrative of the way people think I am. You know what I mean? And half the time, I just want people to understand that there's a difference between documentary work and also <clears throat> narrative filmmaking. So like with narratives, you could see me on camera, but that doesn't necessarily mean that was who I was. And, and um, that's something that is... That's something that's interesting. And and additionally, someone was, I never really took pictures of myself. You know what I mean? I never was like, all right, you know what? Today I'm going to go do a photo shoot. And, and in that it's my photo shoot. So when I was growing up, all the pictures that were of me, uh, were someone else trying to paint that narrative of who I was when I really wasn't anyone. You know what I mean? I wasn't anyone. Uh, I am who I am now today with all the influences and the studies and the research that I have done and things like I like the data that I consume. And it, if I don't voice those things, then I'm not true to the person I am. Now I can, I can already hear people saying like, Oh, well, I like the old you. Well, what was the old me? You never knew the real old, like what was the old me? It didn't really change much, uh, as far as like what I choose to do, but I wasn't very like talkative. You know what I mean? I didn't really speak my mind. I did, but it usually was through like physical abuse or, or some sort of fucked up thing that I did, you know, punch. I got in fights and stuff like that, but I think I'd rather speak, and and rationalize what I do now and I was thinking about this earlier I was thinking about these people who are getting paid to fight like in the UFC and whatnot they they rationalize it because it's a story it's a show being put on however when I was young street fighting which is essentially the same thing except without this regulations was because we weren't thinking the same way we didn't we were we were um, subjected to societies that were telling us what was right and wrong that wasn't the same. You know, we were fighting over what's right and wrong. You know, whether a dude slipped it into my girlfriend or, you know, was treating the girls bad on the, uh, on, while we were walking around or, you know, um, someone started fucking with me for no apparent reason or like, you know, as a part of a sport or some, some, some shit like that, where you didn't have the right coaches, you didn't have the right mentors or whatever to, t- to tell you 
like what the sport's about. So you're just fighting over like what the sport should be about. And these coaches are just real shitty, you know, real shitty football coaches or real shitty wrestling coaches, real shitty powerlifting coaches, whatever it may be. That's just my that's my experience, whether yours was cheerleading, uh, badminton, tennis, basketball, soccer, whatever it is. And you're getting in fights. It's because someone's not teaching you the proper way to behave. And I, you know, it's weird because then you grow up, you grow up, you become an adult and you start analyzing your parents, the coaches, the people that are around and you realize that they weren't. Uh, necessarily right when it comes to the overall societal rights norms and whatnot they had their own belief systems they decided whether you know uh, being homosexual was right whether being black or white or hispanic or any color was right whether owning a gun was right whether playing the flute while walking backwards was right you know what i mean these adults were deciding what the youth should and shouldn't do. Whereas if you gave the power to the youth, they might, they, it, the argument is that they might potentially start fucking each other and, you know, spreading diseases. Cause you see them as kids and they're like booger eaters and throwing things on the ground and, you know, uh, contracting mad diseases in which you get, to, you get the disease you know, uh, because you're subjected to taking care of that animal or animal, taking care of that child or that animal or whatever, you know, if you choose not to have kids, whatever that may be. And uh, it, this is a wild ride. And I appreciate you guys uh, tuning in for this episode. I have uh, 10 minutes before I'm going to go knock up, knock off another episode on the live from the egg tech show with uh, Mitchell. Oh, sorry. Briggs Mitchell of Waterloo Festival. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut this one off here. You guys are gonna go check that out. It'll be on Facebook, uh, I believe, and it'll be on um, as much as I can, as much as I want it to be on everything else. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm about to look over here real quick, and on the outro, don't forget listener support. Check it out anchor.fm it'll be in the description of the podcast um i can i i've linked it several times on facebook twitter i haven't put it on instagram but i appreciate you guys tuning in on the outro here i'm going to play another song by um by the guy geechee geechee show he uh geechee shores actually geechee shores uh he is a local hip-hop artist in the austin area he um what the hell what is this shit uh he you know uh was another artist i discovered from the local hip-hop network but i hope you guys enjoy take it easy oh one thing before i close this off uh follow me on twitter instagram facebook trent Knox tv yep that's it <laughs> Oh yeah, let me run this back. I forgot to say, Geechee Shores, the first song on the intro was Natural. The outro song is Geechee Shores Enough. You're here with the
All of my niggas just soldiers, and we be blowing that dozer. Trip to LA in October, penthouse yeah sober. I swear I been on the low, cause I'm stacking my bread and these niggas don't know it. Each Geechee baby, he the coldest. So by the end of the year, I'ma show it. You might not hear this till November. I go so hard in the winter. I play my part in the circle. I came so far that I'm winning. Helper want the racks though, so I tax niggas, that's facts though Still screaming free tax tongue, yeah I hear them hating where they at though I put this beat in the casket, 2018 I'ma let niggas have it I'm, I'm about to be living lavish, plus I got niggas with me that don't aim at your head But I don't fuck with that karma, if it ain't about commas then I do away with the drama I be hotter than the sauna, cause I do this shit for my mama, she get all my honor Steph Curry with the lights out Niggas biting like Mike now Fuck niggas need a pipe down I don't speak nothing but truth I gotta do what I do Kyrie number two Hit him with that Uncle Drew Can't believe what I do Fuck it, I'm ballin', I'm all the way clutch You know my niggas, we don't give a fuck I swear that I put my all in this shit I wonder why money ain't callin' enough Fuck it, I'm ballin', I'm all the way clutch You know my niggas, we don't give a fuck I swear that I put my all in this shit I I do this shit for the clout and the buck I know some niggas just all the way stuck Niggas ain't taking the chances I take Don't look my direction, I'm calling your bluff I do this shit for the clout and the buck I know some niggas just all the way stuck Niggas ain't taking the chances I take Don't look my direction, I'm calling your bluff Hey, don't look my direction, I'm calling your bluff Nigga, yeah, you know what I'm saying Geechee and this motherfucker have to do another one for y'all You know what I'm saying